morning, Julie. Good morning. Welcome to the uh, You Are Safe podcast, episode three. Episode three. I know. So exciting. We've released our trailer now. It's out in the world. People are slowly, slowly responding. It's so lovely to see. And you've been doing some great job, great work with the Instagram account. Thank you. Follow us on You Are Safe, the podcast. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) What are we going to be talking about today? Well, I think you, uh, (laughs) I think that's, that's coming from uh, your side. But uh, I wanted to just quickly share from from my side, my my headspace, how I'm doing. Um, yes, Please. I've had some uh, just anxiety symptoms come back up, and I had my first proper panic attack in a long time Thursday. One of those where you just sort of black out a little bit, and your brain goes, you know, weird, and you start just over a very like almost like tantrum esque. Mm. Um, and for the past two days, I've just had so many physical anxiety symptoms, like weird whooshes in the body and just unsettled and adrenaline pumping. And um, I've had to sleep with my weighted blanket. I've, I've just felt so run down and scared. And you can hear my voice is slightly hoarse as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I really had that fear last night of... Um, I don't want to go back to where I was. I think when you've been in in the darkest, darkest place, you know, you know what that's like. And just that, I just said to my husband, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back there. And he said, the more you say that, the more likely you are to go back there because you'll scare yourself. What Um, what you give attention grows, right? What you feed grows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this morning I had my alarm set ready to, to come here, but I woke up much earlier because, you know, my anxiety, the thoughts were just racing. And I laid in bed and I said, it was almost as if I could hear a grown up voice saying, you could get up right now and you could have time to do yoga and some meditation and you could shower. And why don't we do that? And it was like a grown up. So I, I put my yoga mat out in front of my big window in my front room. And I, I did my 22nd day of 30 days with yoga. Wow. <laughs> um, and I did a little meditation and I showered and I, I sang in the shower. I was singing Disney in the shower and I <laughs> had some musicals on and I was dancing and um, just felt quite proud that on those days where you're feeling so dark, you could very easily just lay under the covers and say, I'm going to sleep. But there was a grown up that sort of took my hand and said, Let, let's get up. Let's, mm. let's do yoga. So, yeah, I'm quite proud of that. Being, yeah, you should yeah. be. Yeah. That's amazing. That's uh, it's so good that good for you that you listened to the voice. You could have so easily just ignored it. Yeah, yeah. But how are you feeling, Louise? Yes, this is what we're going to be talking about today. My son tested positive for COVID uh, this week, and um, that was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, yeah. And then I thought, let's talk about that. That's the, all the things that have happened. What, um, yeah, the the the, ro- the roller coasters, coastering emotions. Let's talk about what happened and how I I dealt with it. And hopefully that because this is a reality that many many people are facing at the moment. And yeah, maybe you can use some of these tools that I've been using to help me get through. 
And um, yeah, so what happened is that the whole class, uh, my, my son's class was all tested on Monday and, and uh, we didn't know when we were going to get the results. So, so all parents are sort of just waiting in waiting mode. And on the way to school, Tuesday morning, we, I get a phone call. And when you know, um, when you get test results here, when, you, when it's negative, you just get a text message. When they call you, it's because it's positive. So I already know when the phone's ringing, like, oh, no. Phone's ringing. And he's, he explains to me that, yes, the test is positive. And, and he says, please, all, uh, please just stay at home and you'll get further instructions. And it feels so, okay. Um, and I even asked, silly, like, silly, uh, like, so my other son, he, he should go home too. Like, <laughs> I wasn't quite sure, what, what do you do? So anyway, I turned the car around, we went home. And, uh, and then I saw the parents' WhatsApp group. And it's just been exploding, like, my results were negative, my results were negative, my results were negative. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, please, <laughs> please, someone else was positive because I was sitting with so much shame that we tested positive. And it, it dawned on me, like, why is that so shameful? Why, if I have the flu or if I, if I have a stomach uh, something you know you're not really ashamed you're just oh I'm sick and you go to bed and you're, you get better but this time I really felt shame and even wondering should I announce in the group that we were positive and because yeah there, there was a whole lot of shame uh, going around that do you, do you recognize that that like I why mean, is it I... shameful <laughs> to and it reminded me also that that uh, people with anxiety we are also ashamed to tell the world that this is what we're suffering from. Yeah. What is that about? I mean, uh, obviously I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been on that, on that side. I think it's, I think it's this idea of um, COVID everyone's, you know, so God, I don't know some, everyone's so scared of it. And, and, and if you haven't had it, you're like one of the lucky ones. You're like the lucky one. Um, I think there's also this idea of, you can bury your hand in, head in the sand if it hasn't affected you. Mm. I know what I mean. Like, yes. I know a lot of people who are like, well, I don't know anyone who's had it. And, you know, is it really that serious? And I, it's interesting now that we're in the sort of third wave, I guess, second wave, whatever, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, so many more people are experiencing it I had a family member who had it and his whole family and it's it's weird now it's coming closer it was easier before because yeah. it wasn't coming as close whereas now it's affecting much much closer and it's becoming more real more serious I feel like people who were breaking the rules before or were like oh it's not it's only a flu or something they can't use that anymore now that it's gotten closer or that they've had it. So yeah. maybe it's less of a shame and more of like, there's no longer an excuse to, like I said, bury your head in the sand. Yes. Not that I'm saying like that was from you, but, but it's, yeah, I, I can, I can see that on other people who've had it. They're like, Oh, we've had COVID like almost embarrassed because yeah. the people around them haven't, haven't had it. And why did I have to be the one that had it? But 
But take me through, so you get the phone call, what were like the first thoughts and feelings that went through your head? Well, I think I think you're right in the in the sense that uh, now we had to face it. And so it before it was something out there and it was also for me it was something it was people who broke the rules who got it. <laughs> it was people who um I've been thinking a lot about what kind of what what does it take for you to get covid? Well, how do you get covid? How you know, if we follow the rules, if we wash our hands, we wear the mask, we stay at home, we don't travel, blah blah, blah all the rules then in theory we shouldn't get it and so for me it's been the other people have had it because we've been following the rules we've been good and i think it's this what we're ashamed of that there's this my brain goes good and bad there's the good people and the bad people and all of a sudden we're the bad people because we got it um i, I mean i i don't want to say that you are bad people because you got but i think subconsciously that's that's the yeah that's um, I would say, Andres, one of the best people in the world, Tom Hanks got it. He's the best person yes. in the world. So, you know, don't see yourself as a bad person because Tom Hanks got it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And I love Tom <laughs> Hanks too. So, <laughs> I know that. But I think that's the shame that comes over you. Yeah. And then I didn't know what the consequences were going to be. I didn't know what is next, what's coming, what's what's. Ah, what's going on? I think that was the fear. And then and then what happened was that the so the parents start putting the in the WhatsApp group um we are negative, we're negative. And then all of a sudden my son's friend's parents say, "Oh, we're positive." And it was a bit like, "Oh, okay." And then I felt safe enough to share, "Okay, we're positive too," because I felt like we're not alone. We're not, you know. Um Yeah, so so that was okay, it's okay to share. And then I felt a bit calmer. I felt a bit, okay, what's going on? Whew, I could. And um, and I think at that point, we were just all in survival mode. We didn't know quite what was going to happen. Um, we knew, obviously, we were not going to go to school that day. But we didn't know what was going to happen tomorrow. And we didn't know how long um, are people not, are we not going to go to school? How, what's going to happen? And um the class my son's class we didn't know what was going to happen to him um how many people were going to be positive how how long should would they be able to go to school should they go home and there were so many questions in that whatsapp group i was going crazy um and uh and then it was just survival mode we had to cancel our work appointments we had to you know just make sure as everyone <sighs> and i think that whole morning i wasn't breathing so I think that's that was tip number one when something like this happens, you know, just let's remember to breathe. That's the first sign, you know, the first thing we need um, to survive is to breathe. So, um, um, and then the guilt, the guilt set in <laughs> because because then all the parents, um, we hadn't found out yet what was going to happen with the classroom. We hadn't had any official um a, mess, a message from the school. It was it was just well, the teacher is there. You can bring your kids, but you can also take them home if you want to. So it was sort of up to the parents, which I think is also even more scary because you're like, what's the right decision? I don't know what the right decision is to do. So a lot of parents took their kids home, and and it, yeah. So I was guilty. I felt guilty that I was the reason that so many parents people's lives were affected by this. But hey, what happened then? And um, this has this is years of therapy and years of 
being good to myself came in, came in handy here <laughs> because while I was freaking out, while I was going around in circles and ah, <laughs> feeling shame, guilt, uh, being in surviving mode, my husband stopped me. He said, stop, take a deep breath and then say three things that you're, gra you're grateful for. And, okay, I stopped. And as soon as I started thinking in the gratitude wavelength, um, my mind completely shifted. And I was no longer in survival mode. I was able to calm my body down. And um, yeah, that was great. So that was an amazing thing that he did there. Three things I was grateful for. Um, and it just shifted because what happened is we started telling people we 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 looked back who had we been in contact with the last week and we started calling people and saying listen we tested positive da 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 um, <clears throat> and so many people said if you need anything we'll go shopping for you if you you know if you just need some bread from the bakery we'll, we'll get it for you you know people were so nice and that was that was lovely that was lovely to know. You're not alone. <laughs> People are there to help you. No. <clears throat> um, and the second thing I was grateful for was that my husband decided to uh, take off work um, in this period as well so that I wouldn't be alone. And that sort of, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that was, I, I was able to, to breathe because being with my own anxiety, my own health, mental health issues, plus taking care of my children, we're not allowed to leave the house. Um, how do you deal with children inside a house for, and at that point, I still didn't know how many days we were going to be home. Um, and the last thing I was really grateful for was uh, that we had just gone shopping that weekend. So the fridge was full of food. <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about that. It's the little things, isn't it? <laughs> just Sometimes. God. <laughs> but that just shifted my whole, yeah, thinking about the whole situation. And it was so lovely. So I definitely recommend that. In, yeah. and, and, and it was so lovely to do that in the moment, in the moment of panic, in the moment of <gasps> that yeah. moment, shift your mind, say three things you're grateful for. Yeah. Wow. I know. I, I was reading, um, obviously, so many articles have come out now, like what to do if you're positive mentally. Thank God. It's not just like what. But one of them I liked was um, don't react take action as in like don't freak out and just say like okay what are the next steps what are we doing but I like that you sort of had like a pre-thing to that which is what am I grateful for and then but so what was what happened after that after you did gratitude um I think then the, the rest of the day sort of just um we still hadn't heard what was happening um so I think I don't really remember what we did the rest of the day uh but I know that evening, I had uh, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. Um, I was my whole body was shaking, and I was because what I was afraid of was he was negative. Uh, sorry, he was positive, but his numbers were very low, which meant uh, that either he was in the beginning of the of the of the of his course, or he was at the end. Mm -hmm. And he had been tested negative that Friday. So this is just to say how fast this goes. On Friday, he had a test. It was negative. Monday morning, he has another test, and it's positive. Like, yeah. crazy. Um, this is also why it was such a shock to us, because he had just tested negative, and then, boom, he's positive. So we, so we kind of figured he would be in the beginning stages 
um, of the illness. And that meant that in a few days, we will probably be positive, um, which meant that, and, and we have no idea how we're going to react to this. So it was sort of looking at the next few days, like, how sick are we going to be? What's going to happen? What? This, like, looking at doom, like. <laughs> no, no. And I think that's like the big thing with this, with COVID, isn't it? Is that. And I, I mean, I've told this before is that I get a lot of shame for like being too careful. And what I say to people is I'm really scared of this disease because I could get it and you could feel nothing or you could get it and you could get really, really sick. You have no idea how your body's going to react to it. And I have so much respect for this disease as in like, I do not want to like tempt faith and fate. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. But was he showing any symptoms at this point? Or he had a little cough. Hmm. He had, you know, children have, and, and, and every person, I think, not just children, we have our weakest um, point. So we all have our general way of getting sick. You know, some people have sinus infections, they get sinus, hmm. some people have ear infections, some people get it in the throat, some people go to the cough. We all have this tell sign that, oh, yeah, that just means that you're you know um it starts getting scary when it's something out of the ordinary like wait a minute usually i i i my symptoms are like this now they're like this that's weird um and he was and we're for, we're family for instance that we don't get fever very very we don't we're just not, really we're <laughs> yeah, just maybe not it's genetic <laughs> maybe it's genetic we're just not feverish we're you know other kids they've had uh 14 fevers, three days, and then my kid gets contaminated by them, but we don't get fever. So uh, so he had a little cough, but outside COVID, we would never have, you know, even given it a second thought. Go to school, don't think about it. You know? um, but because of this, obviously, we're like looking at his cough, and every time he just goes, <clears throat> we're like, ah, what's that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so it was all very surreal because it was just this number on a piece of paper. None of us were feeling anything. Um, yeah, so that night when I was feeling really anxious and uh, I could feel my whole body shaking and uh, and uh, because I know myself by now, I was thinking, oh, all right, I'm, I'm probably not going to sleep now, so I might as well do something. And then I remembered the tools that I'm learning at the moment um, to, to, and, I, and I thought, let's try them. Let's see if they work. And I'm reading a book about compassion, self-compassion. And I tried the methods that she's suggesting in the book. And the first thing is to be mindful. Remember mindfulness. Feel what you're feeling. Don't try to rationalize your way out of a feeling. Feel the body. What's it feeling? It's, it's, and not try to relax it and, or try to make it do something else. Just feel what it is feeling. So I'm feeling the anxiety. I'm feeling the tingling. I'm feeling everything that's happening. And then remembering that it's part of human experience. It's, it's part of being human. Because I was thinking of all the things that I could have done differently. My mind was racing to, um, <clears throat> I could have said that differently. Or maybe I should have stayed home the other day. And why did I talk to that person Oh my God, what if I made that one? Blah, 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 you know, my brain is going crazy. And so I'm, I'm trying to remind myself that this is a human experience. Um, it's human to make mistakes. 
not that I'm not, I'm not saying I did it. I made any mistakes, but it's, it's okay if I did. It doesn't matter. It's part of being human. It's part of being human to be anxious in the situation. We just tested positive. It's a scary situation. Of course we're going to be anxious. And then the final thing is, how can I be nice to myself? How can I just say something? What would I say to my, a child that was, um, if, if my son came in and said, Mommy, I'm really scared, what, what, would I do to, what would I say to him? And then say that to myself. And I, I swear I thought this was a magic potion or something. <laughs> my body started relaxing. My mind started calming down. And I could feel like this love feeling and, and it just went away. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is magic. So what were, the, what were the three? What's the magic potion? What were the three steps again? Mindfulness. One, number one, mindfulness. Feel what you're feeling. Don't try to change what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Feel your body. Feel, even if it's uncomfortable, just feel it. The second thing, remind yourself that you're human. Know that it's okay to be anxious. To, it's okay to make mistakes. It's, it's part of being human. And the third thing is, say something nice to yourself. How can you be nice to yourself? What would you say to a child who comes to you and is scared? Something like, I love you, it's okay. Or you can even caress your shoulder, your arm. Um, just hold yourself. Uh, it's okay. I'm here for you. You're not alone. I love you. What, you know, whatever your brain needs to hear or your body needs to hear at that, at that time. Yeah magic i mean those are three good steps at any point <laughs> at any point anytime <laughs> not even just, if covid just no, if yes. you're nervous about a, a, a office presentation i feel like you could use that as well <laughs> totally totally this was the first time i've tried it uh, on myself so uh, you know when you read a book you think yeah yeah that's good in theory but then you you hardly go into actually trying it so i did that with magic but yes use it in any any life situation. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, you know, the third one talking to your, almost as if it's your inner child. That's, that's, the, that's what I did this morning. That was my, your grown up talking to the child being like, you're not feeling bad. It's okay. Come on, let's do this. And that's what you did as well. Define your feeling like this. And I always feel like it feels a little bit silly. Like why, like, this is so weird. Why am I stepping outside of myself and talking to my, myself? But it really does work. <laughs> yes, yes. We are, I mean, we are a bit schizophrenic. I, I mean, all of us. We are, we have different voices in our heads and, and uh, it can be really useful to separate them. That's a lot of the work that we do as coaches is to separate the different voices. It's the different parts of yourself and how do they interact with each other? Who's helping you? Who's not helping you? Mm-hmm. And the more you separate them and the more you're aware of them, the better you can choose which one you want to listen to. Because as we said before, the one you feed, the one you pay attention to is the one that's going to grow. Yeah, it's so true. I once did some work with the sort of my dark voice. Like um, I had to write down everything the dark voice in my, my head said. And once I started writing it down, it's some horrific, horrific yeah. things we say to ourselves. And yes. Um, and I had to read it out loud again to myself and I, I, I almost couldn't because I was like, how dare I say these things to myself? Would I say this to my child? Would I say this to, um, 
my best friend? Like, no, you wouldn't say that. And kind of the same in your situation, you know, you're feeling shame and guilt. And, but if you're someone close to you got it, you wouldn't be like, that's so embarrassing for you that you got it. How dare you? Like, don't you feel so bad? You walked out. No, you wouldn't say that. You're like, it's okay. I'm here. Just like your friends did. We're here to help. What do you need from me? Exactly. (laughs) Totally. Nailed it. You would never say, you would never say it to another human being, all the things that you're saying to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the things I say to myself. I've heard that from human beings and that's probably why they're in my head. But, you know, you have to, you have to, that I love this idea of separating the voices. A lot of my voice isn't my voice. It's someone else who has said that to me and it's a past, either a past self or, or actual someone who said that and just start hearing like, what's my actual voice and mm. what am I actually saying? I think <clears throat> is, is important. That's why I love that you did this. Like, I love you. Mm. It's okay. Mm. But I feel like that's, I always see that as my, as my grown up, as my future self, that's sort of taking care of me and being like, we're okay. You're okay. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah, and that's that part of you that can show you compassion, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean with the different parts of ourselves, yeah. Yeah. And what I also like remembering is um, when when you've heard other people say these these nasty things to you, um, they haven't said that from their best self. No. They haven't said that from their most powerful, loving self. And... I what I try to remember is if they say that out loud to someone else, imagine what they say to themselves. That must be even worse what they say to themselves. Yeah. You know, that that's not to excuse it, it's not to say it's okay to say these things. It just makes it feel like, okay, it, this is more about them than it is about me. Yeah. That's always what they say about bullies, isn't yeah. it? That they're they're probably hurting more than than you think can yeah. This is why everyone needs to go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's so interesting. So where, what happened after? So you had an evening where you, where you did these three steps, which I love. What, What happened after that? Which was also very odd because it, it again confirms that you have this really serious, odd thing that nobody, that we don't understand. And um, because someone from the authorities has at least someone called us. Like I think that was, if we if we if you were to think of a moment of gratitude in that moment, I think in other countries uh, there you're just sort of left alone and do I don't know I don't but with no instructions. Where at least someone called us and sort of made sure that we had all the information, and so they told us uh, the rules, which were super complicated. Like I'm a, I'm a quite high educated person. And I had trouble understanding this. Um, and he was even speaking in English. If, if, he had, if we had been speaking Luxembourgish, I, I, I could have maybe thought it was a language thing. But he was speaking English to me. So I had no excuse not to understand what he said. But, like, complicated because my kid is so young. We can't close him in a room and isolate him in the house. Otherwise, that's, what's gonna ha- that's what happens in a family. You have to isolate that person in the house. Uh, they have to use a different toilet from everyone else. Um, you can sort of shove food under the under the the, the door, kind of just yeah. prison thing. But you can't do that with a five year old. 
Mm-hmm. And thank goodness they didn't <clears throat> they didn't want you know expect us to do that. Um, not that we would have. So that means that he's in quarantine for ten days. But because we're in contact with him um, and we can't isolate him, our quarantine is fourteen days. And so, so even if he was, he would be able to come out after 10 days, he can't go out without us. So he has to wait the 14 days as well. You know, and it's like, why don't you just say that we have to stay home for 14 days? Like, why are you making it so bloody complicated? I don't get it. Oh. Then we all got tests, uh, prescriptions to go get tested. Um, and then again, tested in, in 14 days. And then we got the, the, the documents were sent sort of to me twice and my husband didn't get one we had to call back get another you know oh my god then we called my son's friend to see what happened to them because he was also tested positive and and they had completely different dates than we did and we you know the whole day was just walking around questioning like what the hell is going on why is it not more consistent and why is it not more simple come on um yeah, so after a lot of admin work, a lot of paperwork, a lot of phone calls back and forth, um, we're still not quite sure how long we have to stay home, but we sort of made our own rules. To, <laughs> uh, we have to stay home for 14 days. Um, and we were, we were asked to get tested immediately, whereas our friends, they were, they have, they were supposed to get tested in a week. Like, how does that make sense? I don't know. So we did get tested. We're all negative. But what does that mean? Does that mean in in four days we're going to be positive? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, it, I I can feel your pain because it's this whole added chaos to it of just. But it's what you said at the beginning, which I feel like is so the center of everything. It's this unknown. Unknown. What what symptoms will he get? Will we get symptoms? How bad will it be? How long is it going to last? When can we come out? And I can just, I, and for someone with anxiety <laughs> for the unknown is the, is the worst. It's the, it's the trigger. It's the yes. massive triggering. So yes. I can, I, I'm feeling your pain in my belly and I'm, I'm trying to send so much love Thank through you. the camera to you because it's the unknown. And this is why I wanted to bring this topic up. Um, in, on, on the podcast because when you have anxiety when you have mental health issues this is exactly it that when you when there's so many things you don't know and so many things you don't really understand it's really scary it's really hard to deal with and this is where compassion comes in you know be be okay like be good to yourself it's okay it is scary it is um yeah it and what also happens when at least this is my experience is um, when I go into these anxiety, uh, uh, what do you call them? Bursts. <laughs> when I get really scared about something, um, I think this will last forever. I, I, I don't see an out. And I think if we can hold on to this, this will end, there is an end to this. Um, it's easier to deal with. And, um, and, and this is what I'm learning these days that when I freak out about, I can't go outside, I can't go outside and get fresh air. I'm still wrapping my head around that. Um, I can't move, you know, I can't go for a walk. I can't. Yeah. What if we had a dog? What, what would we do with the dog? Poor dog. 
Um, but then my sister texts me yesterday and says, oh, I was, I was in quarantine for 10 days. You know, it's, it's not fun, but you, you survive it. You get through it. And her like nonchalantly way of saying it was like, that's really annoying. But yes, I get it. <laughs> I, I get it. It will end. It will. This too shall pass. You know, this is the mantra I keep telling myself. It's not yeah. forever. No, I mean, um, not a funny story. Sometimes when I think back, about it, I think it's crazy. But um, end of Feb last year, my husband and I went to Venice and Florence when when COVID was starting and Venice was one of the epicenters for it. For some reason, we thought it'd be a great idea to go. Um, and we came home and were told to, this was when they still didn't really know. So we were told to quarantine for seven days. And then, um, and then they were like, oh no, now it has to be two weeks because now Venice is the hotspot. And we were like, okay. Uh, so we were really like in the unknown and, and we did not have a fridge full because mm. we, uh, we had just come home from holiday. And, you know, we, why would we have our fridge full? And I remember we were trying to get uh, our store to deliver to us, but because it was at the beginning, they were like, oh, but we, we need to make things safe and we don't know if we can. And so we couldn't get food until like later. So we didn't actually have that much food. And um, I just remember it being so stressful and this like, it's so funny to think about it now because we've been locked in for so long. I'm like, yeah, now it's normal. Whereas then I was like, I have to be inside. What does this mean? And and what I've also found interesting is the the change in in people's behavior over the year, years. Now that I when I know someone has to be locked in, you know, people will send them like care packages and be like, "We're here for you." Whereas at the beginning, people were like, "Why did you go to Italy? And are you sure you have to be locked in? And are you showing symptoms?" Like so much like why are you doing this? Whereas me and my husband were like, we were told we're going to do it. Like, that's fine. And it's so funny. That's been us this whole year is we're like, Oh, we're told we have to be locked in. And people are still like, why are you locking yourself? In? <laughs> but, um, so yeah. Uh, if it helps, I was, uh, I was in quarantine when it was re really chaotic and I had no idea what to do. So, uh, <laughs> I can, yeah, I think it's, um, that, that wasn't really any advice, so I, I don't really think that make you feel better, but it's just, just this <laughs> idea of, <laughs> of it, I, no, I hope also I'm, I'm doing the same as the nonchalant, like it, it just, it ends, like two weeks later it ends, but I can see the anxiety is, you don't know what's going to happen within those two weeks. And um, what I, what I thought was some good Again, this thing that I read, this whole don't react, take action, like don't sit and wait for symptoms and don't check yourselves constantly and don't be like, it's coming, it's coming. Just sort of sit and wait. And if you start getting a cough, then like, then you take action. And um, I think even this, web this website was great. I'll actually just have to send it to you because it was yeah. like, even if you do have a cough, it might not mean anything. And um it, it just talked a lot about like stillness and take this time to try and think, you know, well, what can we do inside? We can sit and watch Disney films for the next two weeks. Actually, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a, it's a perspective. Um, I think 
in the beginning, it's all about what are they taking away from us? We've never been locked up in the sense that we couldn't go outside. Even when it was the worst, we would still be able to go for a walk in the forest. Um, and so the first is like, what, what is it they're taking away from us? And then you shift your perspective to, but hold on, what is it we have? We actually, I actually have a family I can be with and none of us have to work. None of us have to go to school. There's not that pressure that we, that we have. So we could just be. So I, last night, my other son, he says to me, it's, it's, it feels like vacation. <laughs> and yes. It, you know, it, let's, let's have a little vacation at home and let's make the best of it. Yeah. Find the, the positive in the small things. Yeah. And you get creative. I remember we, um, we were getting so sick, so sick of like, you know, oh, we're in the same front rooms. And I turned our spare room into like a, I pretended it was like an Airbnb. So I like made up the bed in here. I like took a tea, like a computer in and I like took a little tea and kettle. Like I made it into like an Airbnb and I was like, let's have a night away. So we like slept in the other room and that was exciting. And we built forts in the front room. And I think there's something kind of, um, I mean, especially with kids, you can be like, okay, now we're, let's get creative and let's get weird. And what, you know, you have all this time to think, okay, we need to make this a little bit more interesting. Let's um, build a giant maze. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I yeah. hear you. It, just to shake things up a little bit and maybe forget the rules a little bit more. Like, um, the TV, how much TV can you watch rule? Oh, um, yeah. you know what? Watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that makes you happy. Um, and also I, I also need to remember to be mindful that even though my little one doesn't have many symptoms, he, he still has the virus. So he still needs to rest. He still needs to, mm -hmm. you know, not necessarily run around the house. Um, and there's another thing that I've learned, uh, that I also want to mention is, um, after, so after we had tested positive, we, we called our, um, GP, uh, and asked him or first told him and then asked him, what do we do now? What's happening? What, what do we do? <laughs> um, and then he gave us a prescription, uh, and my, and we went to get it and, uh, and what he prescribed to us was, uh, vitamins. Uh, and he says, if it gets really bad, there's this antibiotic you can take. Uh, but other than that, just take your vitamins. And um, the vitamins he prescribed were vitamins to strengthen your immune system. And, you know, this might sound silly, but I hadn't thought about that, that the best thing we can do to fight this thing is to strengthen our immune system. I, I mean, that might be a whole other podcast episode about how to strengthen your immune system. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, <laughs> but... Basically, take your vitamins, calm, be the opposite of stress. You can't, your immune system doesn't work if, if you're in stress mode, if you're panicking, if you're in survival mode. Calm down, do fun things, laugh, watch funny movies, mm -hmm. um, do, uh, eat healthy, make sure you get your veg and your, and your fruit and um, uh, air the house. You know, even though you can't go outside, make sure that you, you have fresh air coming in. Um, move I think I find the movement really hard because I'm not at home uh, I think we've talked about this in another episode where we're not the kind of people who will do the pump workout at home mm -hmm. um, I'm more someone who goes for a walk in the forest or something like that um, so I found the movement thing very difficult 
and I try to remind myself it's not forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, may I recommend dance parties? <laughs> Legit, yes. just putting on fun music in the kitchen and just everyone like, I did it the other night. I was feeling so, this was the day I had my panic attack and um, I just went into the other room and I just put headphones in and put some music on and I danced, I think for maybe a good half an hour, hour, just moving around, listening to music, just getting the stress out of my body. Um, but also it's, it's just kind of fun. You end up laughing. You end up like twirling about. Um, I recommend yeah. that. <laughs> Very good tip. Thank you. Yeah. I need to remember that. You need to send me some, um, some music uh, playlist or something that uh, I can. Dance. I mean, maybe we can make a Spotify playlist for a, that we can share around just called Julie's dance makes. And we, we can, we can share a link that. And then we can also make a, a relaxing one that we also can share. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would love that. Do that, Julie. Yes. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Cool. Now, well, now that I've said it, people are going to be like, where's that playlist? I'm like, where's well, no. the playlist? Yes. You, now you have to do it. You now have I have to, to do, do it. it. Um, and, and also uh, just the immune system, strengthening the immune system, uh, uh, eat your fruits and veg, but also use spices, garlic and turmeric and uh, lemon and um, what are they all called? All the different spices from India, you know, Indian kids in Luxembourg, they don't get sick as much as Luxembourgish kids get sick because they just eat all these lovely, good, good spices that are good for you. I very often will just eat, like chop up some raw garlic, especially at the beginning of this pandemic when I was freaking out, chopped up some raw garlic and just sort of swallowed it a little bit. And I was like, I hope that's done something for my body. I know it sounds disgusting, but um, I, yeah, just... Some, another tip I would give, which is um, obviously I have voice lessons and she said that a lot of the um, breath, breath training we do, like, you know, to strengthen my lungs and stuff, they're doing that in the hospital to mm. anyone with COVID. Um, and she said, it's good you're strengthening your lungs because if you do get it, your lungs will be strong and will be able to hopefully handle it. So Another tip is, and I can I can send you some exercise, but this idea of taking really deep, deep breaths and really feeling it both in your lungs in the front and the back, retaining it. Um, an exercise we do a lot is like breathe everything out, breathe in, and then just slowly exhale and see how long you can exhale for. And it's very, very tricky, but if you can you know, top singers can do something insane, like breathe out for 80 seconds or something crazy. Oh, wow. But um, one, it'll help you with your anxiety because you're slowing down your breath. And the other thing is it'll strengthen your lungs. And even if you don't end up getting COVID or something, just I feel like that idea of my lungs are strong is something quite um, powerful to have. Mm at this point to just uh, and and that's a great a great great tip uh definitely send me over those exercises um, <laughs> and uh maybe also post them out on instagram because yep. i think i think the world couldn't could use those um and it, remi it reminded me also that mind your mind is so strong um uh, what did you say that just reminded me of that that you your your lungs are strong power power in your lungs what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. But what it reminded me of was that uh, your mind is so strong. So when you tell yourself or if you can feel your body being healthy, if you can visualize 
the health in your body, the strength in your body, the strong lungs in your body. Mm-hmm. It helps. It does change something in your physio- physiology inside your body. So I tell my kids um, before they go to sleep, I say, okay, tonight you're going to put on your boxing gloves and you're just going to beat the shit out of this stupid COVID. And um, and then my, my kid says, no, I'm going to use a lightsaber because that's cooler. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. Um, have your have your kids done the ninja beats covid exercise no it's a, it's a video my uh, siblings have been sending around where it's it's this exercise program where there's this kid dressed as a ninja and he's running away from covid but then he sort of there's like a little animation of a of a covid bubble and he's like hi-ya, hi-ya, beating it. um but you can, you can do that. That's a good way of doing exercise with your kids and also being like, look, we're going to beat it. Hi-ya. <laughs> yes. And it's a great visualize to have your body start fighting this thing. So, yeah. And yeah. So I love that. Share the video. God, Julie, you have, I a have big, so many things to share. <laughs> you have a big to-do list now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I think, um, uh, so, so far, so it's been, uh, four days, five days since we, we got the phone call and, um, we're all, you know, touch wood, we're all healthy, uh, still we, and, um, I hope we're just going to stay this way. And, uh, I think if I can keep reminding myself that this too shall pass and that the 14 days is not the end of the world, it, you know, and even if I don't do exercise in the 14 days, it, you know, it's okay. And if yeah. the kids watch television, too much in those 14 days it's okay it's just 14 days yeah it's a good time to it's like you said like or like your son said it's a vacation it's a good time to relax and something else I would say is if I hope not I hope you stay healthy but if you do end up showing symptoms or it does come like don't feel ashamed don't feel Mm. sad you haven't done anything wrong like this is something out of our control and Good people are getting it. Bad people are getting it. Like, <laughs> and I, I think something I wanted to say is that there's something in the media that, like, when a bad person gets it, you know, people will be like, "Haha, he deserved it," and it's because he did this. And I think maybe that's a bit where our brain is going, where we're like, yeah. "Oh, but he was bad, and he did bad things, and he got it," and everyone's like, "Haha, he got it." Am I a bad person? And it's. I think we just have to remember. Like, this is a virus. Like, mm. we can't, and and especially with the new strain now that's going crazy, like, we can't, this is out of our control. And we, it doesn't, we can't choose who gets it, who doesn't get it. We can't choose who gets the bad, like, who feels mm. bad from it, who doesn't feel bad from it, who doesn't show any symptoms, all these things. And as hard as it is for someone with anxiety to say, like, it's out of my control, it's out of our control. It's out of like, our control. we... We, we can't control. The only thing you can control now is taking good care of yourself and having lots of hugs with the little ones and hugging yourself like as much now as you need to be like mother and take care of them. You also need to take care of yourself and mm. hug yourself. And, you know, I feel like when you're putting on that Disney film for them, also be like, I'm also putting on this Disney film for me. Like, <laughs> When I'm when I'm dancing to this song, I'm not just dancing to keep the boys moving. I'm dancing to keep me moving. Like I I always worry about moms in these situations that they're like, I have to take care of everyone, and it's like take care, but also say to yourself like, I'm giving these brownies to. Why is it always brownies? Anyway, maybe. <laughs> 
boys create brownies. I'm giving these brownies to the boys so they can feel happy, but also so I can feel happy. Like, yes. I did make a chocolate cake Wednesday <laughs> on, the, on the second day. So I did, um, and we're loving it. We're enjoying it very much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Julie. And thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this um, this episode. Oh, unless, is there anything you want to add um, to to this? <clears throat> I mean, we are, follow us and, and review us if, if you like this. Uh, follow us on Instagram. And if you have any suggestions or thoughts or feelings about something you'd like us to talk about, you can write to us, comment us. We're, like, we have lots of ideas we want to talk about. But, you know, if, if anyone feels, God, this is what I'm thinking and feeling right now, please reach out to us. And, you know, we can always we we want to know and talk about anything so yeah i want to say that as well yeah, yeah. yes good thank you